monetized, demonetized. trying to get this pod flagged again i'm trying to take it all the way down why downtown downtown julie brown i like this song it's a great dude sting is good sting is good mellow chilling having a glass of red wine having a glass of red wine sitting on your couch you got a lot of money in your high interest savings account exactly you got no worries exactly you got a nice fancy car in the driveway you got a tesla you got a. You think you're doing something for the environment? And you got a hunk of cheese. You donated to Bernie's campaign. You're doing great. Have a good one, everybody. That was a great pod. <laughs> Get it away. We're doing the pod. We haven't done the pod in a long time. It's been a while. It's been a month, three weeks. Last time Is we were on. Is that the last stuff. time we did one? So. Um, Beginning this- of June. Okay. So yeah. how are we doing today? We have a call-in pod. You're listening to the pod. Pod, 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 pod. Did you know that there's apps <clears throat> that can count how many dumb words you say that, like, are not really that? Are, are you playing the song so we can get demonetized? Wait, what are you saying? It, like, will, like, analyze how many words you've said and how many nothing words you've said. Oh, it, for us, then it would it'd be, it'd like be the whole, the whole, the whole podcast. <laughs> we say nothing of substance. Hey, Maya. What are the dumb words? Just, like, like? Or like just words? Uh, uh, well, and like bleh and bruh and buh and boop. What else? Um, what else? Can you turn the song down? You're not doing. No, you're. That's not the shape of my heart. I could, dude. Spotify is getting. That's not the shape of. What's going on? Shape of my heart. I don't see. Why are you playing the whole song? Listen to that beautiful, what is that, harmonica? Yeah, we're going to get flagged. We already got flagged, buddy. Why are you doing this to us? <laughs> Why are you doing this to us, Rick? All right, so... Did I saw Tommy's movie. How was it? It's a, um, it's a really nice uh, piece of shit. <laughs> it's bad. His, his movie is oh. called uh, Big Shark. And um, it doesn't have the, you know... The Room was just a magical... If anyone doesn't know, Tommy Wiseau, he made The Room. Go watch it. It's considered to be the Citizen Kane of bad movies. Uh, that movie was lightning in a bottle. You know, you can't... Compare and contrast the two. So give me, like, a scene in um, The Room that's, like, amazingly bad, and then how he tried to recapture that in Big Shark and failed. Um. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I saw Big Shark, and I don't remember any particular scene. So that right there should tell you that it's a bad movie. Uh, right. I do remember the effect. So Big Shark takes place in New Orleans, takes place in Chalamet. And Maya, please shut the fuck up. Maya! Maya, I've had enough. So um, she's been barking all day today. Why? I don't know. Sometimes Maya. she just, you know. <coughs> Got a little cough. Um... The whole premise of Big Shark is that uh, they're they're in New Orleans and the there is a shark that will come down Bourbon Street and eat people. So the water quickly rises. Uh-huh. The shark comes in, takes a bite, and then he exits, and then the water 
goes back down. So the tide comes in really uh. quick. Shark comes in, goes down. It's like diet sharknado. Yeah, it's just it's bad because the effects are so bad. And what happened was like he didn't really have a script, so you can tell that they they put on a wide angle lens and they just let the actors improv. Oh no! And so it's just not it's not clever. And he has a bunch of plastic surgery that he did to his face and his lips, and so he looks weird. Yeah. You know, the room was great. So, like, there's so many iconic scenes. There's the scene where he comes into the rose shop and he goes, I'll get a dozen red roses. And they say, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Oh, thanks. Keep the change. Oh, hi, doggy. Bye. You're my favorite customer. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> and, like, you you remember that scene. Yeah. And there's that None whole movie has a bunch of those great oh, yeah. scenes. Don't worry about her. Do you think he just, like, got <clears throat> too self-aware? Yeah, I think he became really self-aware. Like, he knows that he makes the best. Yeah, stuff. I mean, he should have just, like, the thing that makes the room so good is that he had a script, and he committed, and the crew committed, and everyone, like, they properly blocked it in their own weird way. Mm -hmm. But they, like, were committing to making a movie, whereas, like, Big Shark is Tommy's just a 60, shell. He's 67 years old. No, he's uh, not. That's what it says. 67? That's what it says on uh, I believe Google. It. You ever Google the guy? Damn, I didn't know he was 67. Here, I'm going to Tommy Wiseau. So he Wikipedia. was, like, 47 when he made The Room. He made The Room in 2003. Wow. Okay, Tommy Wiseau is an American actor and filmmaker. He is known for writing, producing, directing, and starring in the 2003 film The Room, Early Life. Wiseau is very secretive about his early life. In various interviews, he has claimed to have lived in France a long time ago, claimed to grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, and described having an entire family in Chalamet, Louis Chalamet. Louisiana. And 2010 interview with Crikey Wizzo gave an age which would indicate he was born in 1968 or 19... Wow, so secretive. Best friend Greg Cesatero claimed... Oh, I'm sorry. Stop playing Sting. What? what? I didn't okay. mean to do that. Rick, what is going on? Whoops, sorry about that. Why are, why are you trying to get this pod... Take it down. Just take it down. Take it down for me. Oh, okay. Now when you want me to have it taken What's down. What's in the news? Submarine? Let me tell you. <laughs> you heard about the submarine? Yeah, I heard about the submarine. Everyone heard about the submarine. What do you think? I'd still try it. You would? I think I might. You know it went down multiple times before. Here you go. That, right? Really? Multiple? Yes, that wasn't the first time. Oh, wow. The media made it sound like it was the first time. Yeah. Did you think that that was the first time the sub went down? That's how they yeah. presented it. That's how I thought they it was. They made it sound like this guy made a thing in his backyard. No, yeah. that thing had gone down, I think, but for it's like succeeded. the last several years. No yeah. one knew that, though. Dang. Well, we're telling you now. It went down several times. Should, it, it, the, the thing had gone down several times. Um, I was really interested in the story because it was so freakish, you know, that, that people would go down in a thing that was controlled by a video game controller that had only one button. The problem, what I understood, was that it was made up of too many different materials. And Carbon like, fiber. Like, yeah, like it was made up of a car. Yeah, let me look it up. Right was now. it a completely new boat for this time? No, it was the same. That's oh. they they took it down several times. I they made it sound like it was a brand new, but no, it they'd gone down several times. Dang, there's a video actually that I can pull up that um. Because I want to see what an implosion looks like. Yeah, um, carbon fiber. Here, let me pull up a video really quick. Okay, <laughs> experts say the Titan sub's unconventional design may have been destined for its disaster. The deadly implosion. That's not a caller. It isn't? That's my dad. Oh. oh. Should I yeah. put him on the podcast? Yeah. You want to? He's going to be so pissed. 
Hello? Hey, what's going on? You're on our podcast. What? You're being recorded on the podcast right now. You're a caller for the podcast. Oh. Isn't oh, what do you want me to talk about? What do you want to talk about? How's your day? You're here with uh, Chris and Aldous. How's it going? Hi. <laughs> what's it like having Rick as a son? Um, I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. He's, yeah, it's... he's joyful. Joyful. Joyful? Aww. Yeah. I don't think you've ever used the word joyful before. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. I think the same exact thing. Nice. He's joyful. And who am I talking to? This is Chris Candy. Oh, oh, I, 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 I'm a fan of your dad. Oh, thank you. You know, so what about um, what about Chris though? Are you a fan of him? <laughs> he likes my dad better. Well, my dad. <laughs> I don't even know him. Yeah, so exactly. how can I be a fan? But, uh, exactly. yeah, well, whatever, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing right now? Nothing. I'm sitting in my office. What'd you think of the submarine? Um, that what'd you down? think? Of, you hear about the submarine? Yeah, I did. Any thoughts? And, and what do you think? Well, what do you, you think? You know, they shouldn't have went down two and a half miles. And let the thing blow up, yep. you know, so, and, uh, and all them people died and, um, and they're going to do it again. Uh, they're going to do it again pretty soon. They are? So, what, do, what do you mean they're going to do it again? Yeah. They said they're, they're already like booking people to do it again. No. Wow. Really? Who's going to yeah. go, who's going to go on that? It's I guess bad. people that are suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> go out with a bang. Well. Yeah, well, you should go on it, Rick. What? The <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> All right. Well, it's great talking to you. Thanks for calling into the pod. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing? We're doing the podcast. <laughs> doing the podcast. <laughs> You're being recorded. I I understand that. Yeah. But, you know, like, what are you guys doing? We don't really we're, know. We're talking to you. Huh? We're talking to you. We open up. Right. The, we open up the phone lines, and people call in. And, and, they, you, and, and you're trying to cut me off now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Rick is. I'm down to keep talking. Yeah, we can keep talking if you got something of substance to say. If you actually have something. Well, what to do say. you want to talk about? Like, let's tell talk. us. Uh, tell us about your days when you used to go and follow the Grateful Dead. Oh yeah. Well, what about them? What What was it like being out there listening to the Dead? <laughs> it was what it was. You know what I mean. They suck now, so, you know, did you go see them at the Hollywood Bowl? No. No, but John Mayer plays with them now. Oh, yeah. What do you think of John Mayer? Yeah, fuck him. He's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he do to you? Huh? Did he do something to you for you to say that about him? No, I just don't like him. Okay. What was the best? What's the best Grateful Dead record, and then what's the best live Grateful Dead performance for you? Why don't you tell me about you? Why don't you tell me about... No, we want to ask you the I will. No, I will. I just got into the Grateful Dead like two months ago, and I don't know where to start. Uh, I really like driving around, though. So I have Sirius XM, and they have a Grateful Dead station, and I like listening to it because it's kind of like just rolling around listening. What, on Sirius? Yeah, on Sirius. Okay, cool. So I just listen to it there. He wants to know what album to start I with. I just don't know what album to start with. 
Uh, American Beauty would be That's, a good one. Okay. All right. I'll start there. American Beauty. That's all. Yeah. Nice. But me, I'm good. It's yeah. nice and warm out here in L.A. and yeah. we're hanging out. And so you're the guy that does dog, uh, the dog commercial. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Pepperoni. Yeah. They just they just yeah, they, yeah. they just stopped writing. And you it. get the shit. Uh, yeah, I get like, hit in the nuts. Yeah. And the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that feel. That. Well, how'd your bank account feel? My bank account felt great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, okay. So All right. It was okay. Right. Well. You know, actually, funny thing with that is that the dog bit the crap out of my arm, actually. Whoa. And, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it, it went. Did you get hurt? Um, it bruised my arm, but I. But you played it cool, right? I played it cool because I wanted the spot to run, and I didn't want to make a big fuss, and. I'm glad I didn't because that thing ran for three years. Like it just it kept on bringing in um, funds. Is so. that oh that's residual? Do they pay you all upfront at once or is it no no no? They pay you like uh, per play more or less, and Whoa. so um, and so I hope they did played they compensate it. you for that. No, but I think they compensated me for the well. They played by they played yeah. It, they played it a lot, a long time. Yeah, so I'm thankful for that. Whatever, too. Like you know, dogs. You, you mess around with dogs and like you give them too many instructions. It's like they the dog just overloaded and just went right for my arm. Actually, if you so, watch the take, you could see the take where the dog goes right for my arm. So when you do this and they show that commercial over and over, do you get a percentage each time? You get um, yeah, like there's like a union rate. Like if it's on ABC or NBC, one of the the, the big ones, then that's like a hundred and I think it's like 87 bucks a play. Yeah. But then it gets smaller and smaller for all of the, so then it like, if it airs online, for example, like on a YouTube channel, it's like a base rate of like Mm. Um, $2,500. Okay. But that's for all, as many plays as they could do on YouTube. So you could just see like people who are doing commercials back in the eighties when there was only like the top 10 TV show networks, those people were making a ton of money because it was just a smaller field. There was more money and revenue and all that stuff. And now it's kind of spread thin across all the different platforms. I hope that makes sense. That makes sense. It's kind of what the writers are going through right now. Yeah, it's like all of all of media and technology is going through this problem. So is the writer's strike affecting you guys? Um, yeah, not for – it is. Not for commercials. Answer, but for commercials, it's a different contract. So, like, Rick can still go up for commercials uh for both things uh and then same for me there's been commercial auditions i've just uh but for the tv film side yeah it's everything shut yeah there's down. no film or tv like a friend of mine um she would have she would look into how many productions were being filmed in los angeles on like any given week okay. and, and normally it would be by the permits that were pulled and normally there's like 33 permits a week that were pulled and now there's zero permits really being pulled. well yeah. it makes sense everything shut down yeah so that's yeah. where it's at. So everything's going okay with you guys? Like you, you guys are still making money and all that. Uh, I'm making. Uh, yeah, I'm making money here and there. We're it's trying. Been slow. It's slow. All this is making money. Money. I yeah. Got he, a job. Your son got me a job. I got him a job. Oh yeah. Where? He cleans out the donkey cages at the local zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It rocks. Well, you can come clean the shit out of my backyard if you want. I'll fly you out. You're hiring? You'll fly him out to do that? <laughs> it seems expensive. Wait, where are you? Arizona. Okay. Arizona. 
Yeah, no, so. What's the heat like out there? <laughs> yeah, is it hot? Oh, uh, it's fucking hot, man. Yeah. It's, it's 110 today. Oh, oh. screw that. Yeah. How do you deal with it? You just don't go outside? You just don't go outside? No, I don't. I don't. I just yeah. sit in my office or in my home. Yeah. And that's it. You know, so. So do you look anything like your dad? Yeah, I think I do. Haven't you watched any yeah. of my short films with Chris in them? <laughs> I've literally been working with him for 10 years. God. No, I don't, I don't watch really pay All I watch I is pay. Grateful Dead, and that's about the only thing I do. If it doesn't have Jerry in it, then I'm not watching. I don't pay too much attention. To yeah, we know. Rick. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm in therapy. I love him to death, but, you know. You know, his work is his work, and, yeah. and he does a good job at it, you know. so He does a great job at it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, he does. I, I, I agree. All right, you fucking assholes, I'm going to go. <laughs> All right, have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I'm so sorry about that. It's interesting because wow. I feel like that just became the most interesting that episode of Bumper to Bumper. Did you like ever. that? That was like the Rick Darge origin story. <laughs> yeah, you got to really see. Because yeah, when got... I meet your family, you mention them. It's like a new character response because you never talk about them. Like I found out you have siblings like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It's mysterious. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we got another call. Is it mom? So, uh, well, I know who it is, but. Hi, welcome to the podcast. You're in the pod. Hello. Hello. Go... Hello. Hello. Do you... Who is this? Am I? This is Michael Reese. Michael Reese. Hey, what's up, Michael Reese? Yes. Hi. You're... I just saw this on Instagram, and I, I'm sitting at my computer, and I figured I'll, I'll call in. Yeah. Is the, uh, is the subject actually technology? That's a pretty big, that's pretty broad. Yeah. Well, technology, submarine, whatever you want to talk about. My dad just called in, and uh, you know, got to really kind of share his, uh, his opinion and. You know, the fact that he doesn't watch any of my short films. But, uh, you yeah. know, it's okay. I knew that. I knew that. Do your, do, does your family support you and your work? They support the idea of it, but I don't know if they always understand what I'm doing. Right. Or I don't know if they get... I don't know if they... I don't know if they... What? What? Jerry? What happened? What? Ha what yeah, got a little... What'd you say? Splotchy. I I don't know if they get the humor half the time. But oh, they, yeah. They, they don't naysay. There's no naysaying. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing anymore with my life. You personally? Yeah. Did my dad bum you out? I just got bummed out. He's a bit of a bummer. My dad is not. <laughs> we took a risk in letting him come on the pod. But he was in funny. He's intense. Michael, he, when my you dad hate, hates John Mayer. He fucking hates him. Oh. He yeah. also does Why not. I don't, I don't he doesn't give a reason. He just says, fuck that guy. You know <laughs> what? Respect to your dad, but, you know, <laughs> little, uh, he's not going to listen. He fucking hates the uh, stuff. He's yeah. a hater. He asked Chris if, Did he get uh, what? He goes, hey. Did he you... give a particular reason for why he hates John Mayer? He no, he's just no, this, he's a guy from New Jersey, uh, you know, old school. He says, They're all the same. Hey, you look anything like your dad. <laughs> you look anything like your dad. And then I said, I literally been working with Chris for ten years. I made countless short short films with him. He doesn't watch anything. He goes, I don't really particularly pay attention to Rick's work. <laughs> <laughs> my guy. That's it was my dad. Kind of sad. I was like, oh. Yeah. But you know what? We got the one and only Michael Reese on Michael. the phone. Michael, what have you been working on? <laughs> 
tell me what you've been working on, Michael Reese. Uh, I have been working on staying financially okay for the last few months as I finish these uh, little films I've been making, yeah. and uh, and I've yeah, just basically and staying uh, keeping myself busy with uh, my own little project as I as I just like turn my turn my wheel. That's about it. You got a new one coming out next week. This week. This week, this week, yeah, it comes out. I'm, I'm exporting like the final finals right now. Um, nice. Uh, for great. Vimeo, yeah, it's coming, out, it's coming out on Thursday. What's it called? It's called Middle Size Things. It stars uh, Alex Warren and Eric Rahill. Fucking and, great. Uh, is Eric Rahill? He's in the new season of Bear, right? I heard. He is. Yeah, he's in. He's in it. I think I haven't seen the season, but I know he's in at least one scene. And he was in a. He got. He's in a scene from I think you should leave too from the new oh, season cool. of that with with like. Oh, Rick's got um, a new show called I think you should stay. I think you should stay. I haven't seen I think you should leave. I didn't watch. Uh, I don't like to watch sketch comedy. Why not? Because I don't want it. I don't want it in my brain. Well, but you love sketch it's, comedy. I do. I, when I, I was a kid. What's that? I said I kind of understand what you mean in the sense of like if if you don't want to know if you don't want to know. Yeah, I'd rather not know. Yeah, I, I, I do that. It. I feel like it's like I don't, I don't want to be thinking necessarily along the same lines. Or like, it's nice so I get to know what to avoid sometimes. But but I also get weary about like being too up to date on stuff. That kind of scares. Me. Right. It gives me like, I want to be like, I want to be. Technology. Technology is <laughs> preventing us from talking <laughs> to each other. Hello? Hello. I'm here. This music is this music is like as loud as y'all's voice is. Is it is loud? It? Is it too loud? Sorry. Turn it's it. not too loud. Pretty but it's loud enough. I'll turn it's it down. Loud. It's loud enough. I hear it. It's off. Turn it back up. Turn it back on? Yeah. What do you think about the submarine? I when I found out about the submarine on what was it, Monday morning, the first thing I said was it imploded. I mean, the, the second they lose contact, I'm like, it's just, it, it imploded. What else is there to know? Yeah. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really surprised that, uh, I'm really surprised that it took the, it, it activated the, uh, American public. But I guess, I guess it's like just interesting enough. Uh, and, and as soon as I think they, as soon as they knew they hit a nerve, they were just pumping the hell out of it because they probably got more people watching TV news than they have in like a year or two from the past, like just with that. Too. But they just pushed it. There's a movie called Ace in the Hole with Kirk Douglas. You ever seen it? No. Didn't I show it to you? No. Oh. Is it about like, it's egg, like eggs about, in the hole? Like the breakfast? Not eggs in the hole. A piece of toast, cut a little hole out in the middle, a little glory hole. <laughs> I don't really pay attention to Rick's work. I don't really pay attention to his work. <laughs> I just sit here at my office and I just uh, avoid the heat. <laughs> That's my dad. What the hell? It's the cops. You're dead? Michael, where that are you? pretty interesting. You're in, uh, what part of the world I'm are in you in? I'm in, I'm in New York right now. What was New York like when that, uh, when the Canadian wildfires came down? Were you there? Yeah, I was, I was here. I left the day that it got really bad, but I was here for the two nights where it was sort of like trickling in. I actually ended up going to 
Cincinnati in a car with my buddy for his sister's wedding, like as it was getting really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Wednesday, we we got out of town that Wednesday, and like hours after we were out of the city, the air quality index went from like I don't know. It was already pretty bad when we left. It was like it was like a pretty. It would be like a moderately bad day in LA. It was at like I don't know a hundred maybe. Within like three hours, it was like it was getting to like four hundred parts of Brooklyn. Like wow. straight up, like if like if you go outside, you're breathing in like muffler smoke. Like where do you where do you live? He just said New York. You're in New York, <laughs> the city. I live in New York. Yeah, I love New York. It's a fun place. What's up, Maya? It is fun. Um, what would your last meal be if you were on death row? Michael, put Rick and I in a movie. Just put, put us in a I, movie I called put, Last Meal. What would the last meal be? You're being, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be fried for a crime you didn't commit. They're like, you get your last meal. You can have anything you want. A bomb to blow everyone else mm. up. What's that meal gonna be? There used to be. There, I don't think, I don't think the meal exists anymore. But for a time, it was. There was a place. There is a place. Uh, in Hollywood, um, by Laurel Canyon, called Electric Owl. It's off of Sunset, I think. Okay. Okay. It's like Electric Owl, before the pandemic, I think they got rid of it. They had a chicken sandwich. They had a spicy chicken sandwich that had, like, a very... It was, like, the best spicy chicken sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. It had, like... It had, like, a fried egg on it and, like, Damn. pickled green beans. And we would go there, like, a chicken three and times an egg. a week. I'm not... A chicken and, a an, chicken egg. and an egg. A chicken and an egg. No one ch- does that. We no would one? go get Whoa. that sandwich. That's yeah, fucked up. it sounds crazy. We would go get that sandwich with like crinkle cut fries and a Moscow mule. It was the best fucking meal I've. That sounds good. I think about it to this. I think about it to this day, and that was like four years ago. Like just because we did it for like a year straight. You know what? Like, the electric owl still exists. Does it? I've driven it's by there. it. It's oh, it's, it's there. there. Is the sandwich still there? It's though? always there. I think they got so. Let me ask you a question. There's a history to this. Do you ever YouTube videos of people going into the restaurant and eating that sandwich? What? I sometimes will YouTube people experiencing things that I want to re-experience. Mukbang. What's no? I don't know. Oh, mukbang's like when people. Yeah. No, not that. It's like Van. I never searched that one. You should do it. I don't know. So what happened was that was just that is just a restaurant bar, and then. At some point, they had, like, on certain days, they would do a pop-up there called McFly's Chicken. Okay. And it was, like, Based only off certain- of Marty, Marty McFly? McFly? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I assume so. I mean, I don't know what else it would be. I don't know. But on some days, we would go there. Maybe they would have this, an Irish fly this, out there in the world. <laughs> but an Irish fly? chicken sandwiches. Yeah, McFly. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, Michael. We would go there. Michael They J. eventually Fox. took the chicken. Michael McFly. And they made, they made the chicken sandwich part of not a pop-up menu. They made it part of the whole menu. Oh. And then... Hallelujah. No longer, no longer call it McFly's. But then I remember we would get it so up much. And then the pandemic happened. And when all the restaurants yeah, went to like... Yeah, closed. To go, to go only. They dished the sandwich. And I don't know if they ever brought it back. Right. I'm going to check the menu. Right now. Send Rick the menu. Send me the menu. I'm checking right now. Electric owl menu. It's too loud. We're getting the menu. Michael, 
<laughs> You're drowning him out. No, I'm not. I, my, talk That's to part me. of the song. Michael, talk. Michael? I'm here, I'm here. No, I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the menu. Dude, they don't have it. They... Dude, that's so loud. Sorry. Here, it's rude. Michael, what time is it in New York right now? It's three hours ahead. Shut up! I'm talking to Michael. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. He's a filmmaker. He's a night owl. Goes to the night owl cafe. 10 p.m. Electric owl. 10 p.m.? What are you going to do tonight in the city that never sleeps? The sandwich is gone. I'm looking at the menu right now, and they're... Should we go get the sandwich after the show? Yeah. You don't eat chicken. They don't have they don't, eggs. They don't have I'm so sorry. Where in New York do you live? I wish Brooklyn? Nope. I live in Greenpoint. Greenpoint. I know Greenpoint. I was just there. You know what I like about yeah. Greenpoint? What? The New York bagels. Everything. The slices. The packs. What park did I go to in Greenpoint? What's a park out in Greenpoint? A big Prospect one. Prospect Park? I've been to Prospect, no, but that's not a green point. Trans Transmitter's right right by the sound stages, like down at the water. I've been to that park. And then there's Domino. What were you doing in the park? There's transmitter and the Domino. Weird. You know who I saw? You know who I saw in Transmitter Park two days ago? A chicken who? sandwich? I was, I was sitting at the park with Michael my girlfriend having a yeah. Corona read. And I saw, I'm watching this like, 13-year-old, like, BMX girl who's clearly being taken advantage of by her parents and this, like, trainer, like, getting, like, TikToks of her, like, jumping the staircase. And it's kind of, like, weird to watch because she's getting frustrated over and over again, kind of messing up. And it kind of gave me, like, uh, Michael Jackson dad vibes, like, using your kids to, you know, making them famous. Anyways, we're sitting there watching this, and then all of a sudden I hear this voice that I know so well, and Kieran Culkin walks past with his two kids, and they're screaming, crying. Oh, funny. And... I'm like looking at hearing him with the city behind him. And I was kind of already a little drunk. And I just, I felt like I was just watching an episode of succession just play out in front of me because I'm did, in the place where the show is. And did he's you kind of like pissed and like, yeah. Did you yell Roman? I really thought about it, but his kids were like, how are his kids? Like screaming how are right the in the face. And I was like, I, I don't want to say that. How old are the kids? They're like probably five and three, and then he had one. He had three and three kids. I think five, three, and then there's like one. He's pushing in a stroller, so he had his hands full. And I was like, I'm not gonna make his day anymore. Annoying. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I saw him in the park, and I was like, oh shit, that's how cool. do you know Rick? He, I assume he listened. Internet. Um, just internet film stuff. Grinder. That's the internet. Grinder. Grinder. All right, well, Michael, we're going to get going, bro. We, lo we love you. All right, bye. We love you, Michael. Thank you so much for coming. Love you guys, too. Right, Michael, good talk. Later. Peace, bro. See you, man. It's nice when we get callers calling in. I'm going to call the electric uh, owl. Oh, see yeah, if they cool. have that sandwich. So I'm going to try it. Welcome to Electric out. Owl. We are located We're at 1451 North Gardner Street on the corner of Sunset Boulevard and Gardner Street. To I need to you hear. can reach us at www.electricowl.la. Press 1 for takeout. Press 2 to make a reservation. Press 3 to leave a voicemail. Press star 3. Please stay on the line while your call is transferred to the operator. Okay. An operator for a sandwich? Who's Somebody's calling me.
guess we should take the call. Take the call. Yeah. We're very low energy now. I know we are. Hello and <clears throat> welcome to the pod. Oh, hi. Good evening, I guess. If you're in California like I am. Good How evening. are you all doing? Good evening to you. We're doing good. Good. Who's this? Um, my name's John. Uh, um, I don't believe I, any of us have ever met, but I'm a, uh, just a fan and follower of Rick's and of apologize. I'm a first time listener and first time caller. That's okay. I wasn't, a, wasn't aware of, uh, wasn't aware of bumper to bumper until uh, right moments now. ago. Really? <laughs> what, what, what Rick Darge <laughs> flick pulled you in? Um, it, it wasn't actually a particular flick that, uh, he had shared that I came across. It's a, a fellow filmmaker friend that informed me of, uh, who is that? Rick's work. Uh, uh, my buddy, Chris Laughter. I don't know if you're, Oh, I know Chris Laughter. Name. Yeah. Yeah. He's a um, guy. Chris and I go way back. Yeah. yeah Chris is a good dude. Um, That's cool. But, uh, everything, everything you're creating, um, uh, warms my heart and makes me laugh. Oh, so. thanks. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. he's very good at what he does. Uh, my dad doesn't think and, so. Yeah, but Chris, <laughs> uh, Chris I'm a, I apologize. I'm, I'm not familiar with Chris's work, but coincidentally, uh, just was speaking about your dad this afternoon uh, with some friends. Uh, <laughs> oh, talking, that's cool. Talk, talking about a flick called uh, Hot to Trot. Yeah. Um, oh, with uh, Gutenberg, Bob, right? Uh, Bobcat Goldway. Bobcat. Bobcat Goldway. Wasn't and Gutenberg is, in there? Was is it? No, no, Bobcat was the main guy. Okay. I thought Steve Gutenberg. And is it movie. your is it your dad is it your dad voicing the horse, Chris? Yes, my dad is voicing the horse. I think it's Steve <laughs> Gutenberg is in that movie. No, it's Bobcat. <sighs> Look it up. Hot. I've never I've never actually I've actually never seen it, and, and sadly, it looks like it's not streaming anywhere. Good. And not available to <laughs> rent from a public library. It is so, called Hot Trot. Oh God. Who's in it? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's not good. Well, Bob, Bobcat from the image that I saw. And, yes. Yeah. And uh, Gutenberg. I'll, I don't think my dad is actually credited in this, which is funny. Okay. Directed so by... You guys were, uh, oh. oh, no, no, it's okay. Uh, Bobcat Goldway. Yeah. Dabney Coleman. Okay. John Candy. Yeah. That's it. There's no Steve Gutenberg in Hot Gutenberg's Trot. not in that? I'm looking right now. I see Virginia Madsen, Sidney Pickett, Man, it Jim must be the Mandala Meltzler, effect. The Mandala effect. Tim Kazarinsky, Santos Morales, Barbara Winry, Gary Kluger, Mary Gross, Liz Torrett. No, I don't see no Gutenberg. Just shove her off. A lot of people in this thing. Get off of Produced him. by Wendy Feinerman and Steve Tisch. Sorry, Rick, you lose this trivia round. Whoa, here's a good one, though. Guess who did the music for this movie? Steve Gutenberg. Danny Elfman. Whoa. Of Oingo Boingo fame. Of Batman. The, I wonder when he does his concerts if he does the Hot to Trot score. <laughs> I went, went to high school with Danny Elfman's daughter, actually. Oh, really? really? I, yeah, I, I'm from Agora Hills. I, I don't know if you guys know the L.A. area. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I know I'm Agora, Agora Hills. Hills. Where'd you yeah. go to high school? And I, I, uh, Agora High. Good old Agora High. I went to Notre uh, Dame. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um. Uh. Yeah, I think we might have might have played you guys in some sporting events and stuff. So uh, what do you do? That I know nothing of. That. What do you do, caller? Uh, John, my name. Uh, Hi, John. I uh, I cause trouble. No, I'm just kidding. 
Um, I, I work in photo and video production, um, similarly to Rick. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah, uh, mostly photo assist, camera assist, uh, digitech, and nice. um, yeah, uh, do you work all, with, all things visual. Do you work with Chris Lafter, or have you guys worked together? I, I have. Nice. I have. We actually coincidentally uh, met um, while well, both of us uh, were. Uh, we just got we hired uh, 2006. We were both hired to work at a brand new Apple store in Topanga. Okay. Um, and we were both both hired as new store employees and went through Apple's like new store employee training together and um, opened up the Apple store Topanga in the mall there in Topanga. And, Did you ever um, go to yeah, a uh, you ever go to a restaurant called Electric Owl that's in Topanga? I heard they got a nice chicken oh, sandwich, no. a nice chicken sandwich with some crinkle cut fries. You get a Moscow mule with oh, that, it's no. delicious. Yeah. What would your, um, what would your, if you were on death row for a crime you didn't commit and they were, you get your last meal, meal, what would your final meal be? Hmm. May it never be so. I don't, uh, personally don't believe in the death penalty, but, uh, um, well, you're all, you're go, you're getting the chair. You did a crime you didn't <laughs> yeah, commit and meal. you got no choice. And they're saying, John, I, it's your last meal. I'd probably request. Well, I'd request a hanging first if that's available. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can get that option. <laughs> um, yeah, and then meal meal wise, um, I I guess it'd be something special, something significant from you know a family recipe or something like you know my mom's Texas brownies that she would make or my brownies? grandmother's lemon bar treat. Yeah, probably something sweet. I mean, you, you're probably going to get a, that. Would be I mean, the chef is going to probably be emulating it. So they're going to hear Lemon Bar. They're going to do their best. So is that your final answer? Yeah. That's sad. They'll get the recipe. I, yeah, I guess I guess my grandmother's Lemon Bar, the way that she made them back when I was a kid. That's a good way to stay alive because then you could eat it and be like, these aren't these the aren't, same. That's Go a back. funny sketch. <laughs> that's <laughs> a funny sketch. Go that's back no. and do it again. That's the funny sketch. <laughs> Let's <laughs> make it. Let's write, Let's Let's make write it. it up. <laughs> Oh, that's so, good. Anyways, you guys were just briefly in, in Rick's story. You mentioned topic of potentially technology. Has has that been the discussion at all during uh, this podcast, or no? Yeah, we talked a little bit. Well, about I had a tech. Yeah, tell us. I tell had us. a technology question for each of each of you. Okay, or both of you, or all of you. Are yeah. there three of you there, or just there's three of us here? Oh, hey, uh, all this Chris and Rick. Uh, sorry. Oh, cool. Um, so, uh, question is: What is the oldest piece? of electronic technology that, that each of you uses regularly or semi-regularly in your, in your, you know, live. The light bulb. Um, the oldest piece that we've owned. Well, like the oldest, oldest to you, like, uh, <clears throat> oh. you have a TV that's like 20 years old that you're still using or, um, I don't something along those lines. Not necessarily a, a light bulb. Yeah. I mean, it's not a trivia question. It's, just was, a personal use question. Like tech, oh, we're all in in the habit of like swapping our iPhones out every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a new laptop every couple of years. But what technology have you hung on to and that you use still regularly? That's you know probably my computer. It's from 2014. That's the oldest, I would say. Okay. Yeah, uh, the that's trash can. Good, right? The trash. It's a Mac Pro. I was given a gift of an iPod. Um, okay. That's like an old iPod Mini that I still have, and I I'll, I'll put on and spin. Yep. What about you, Aldis? I use oh, nice. a CD player alarm clock. Oh, Harman Kardon. Tight. Harman Kardon, is that how you say it? Do you have a CD in there? Yeah, I have a Which, CD. What's the CD? Um, I think it's Kendrick Lamar's recent album. Okay. Yeah, and I use it as an alarm clock. What about you, John? Um, I just 
uh, got it refurbished, which is why it was on my mind. But I, I use a very old digital camera it's, um, made by Epson. Uh, it was released in 2004, and it was the first digital rangefinder. It's called the Epson RD1. You could put nice Leica and mount lens glass, you know, with glass mm. on there and stuff. Um, it's it's a very unique and special camera, and it it, it only it's only six like six point one megapixel camera. But I just took a trip to Japan and brought it along with me. Um, it was yeah a really special experience to get to use that camera again and to be in in Japan photographing it uh, with it. And um, yeah, the, one of the uniqueness is of it was uh, it came out before Leica came out with their um, M8 uh, digital uh, rangefinder. So, uh, they didn't have a motor mechanism small enough to wind the shutter in the camera, and so you actually wind it with a you know a lever mechanism after every picture you take. So mm. it's you know almost like an, an analog digital camera that you have to manually wind every time you take a picture. Which, that's kind of uh, cool. As far as I know, it's very uh, yeah. So, anyways, that that was uh, just my contribution to the conversation. So, There's a company uh, that makes. Thanks a, for your time. Oh, thank you for calling. Thank you. Bye. Oh, oh, there's a. Okay. Com- there's Were a, you gonna say something? There's okay. a company that makes a digital disposable camera that you take the photos. Uh-huh. You take the photos, and it won't let you see them for like 24 hours later. Really? Yep. Whoa. <laughs> what company is it? I don't know. Oh, that's an interesting. It's out there though. Well, well, I, I think the music means I'm getting played off. Thanks for your guys' time, and I'll, I'll look forward to listening to the. Thanks, John. The Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Have a good night. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Take care. Nice guy. What a guy. Um. All right, we're done. What song? I know Juice World sampled this. What song is this? He did. Yeah. This Juice is World. Shape of My Heart. Wait, Juice World? Juice Let's World hear sampled that. One. It's called Lucid Dreams. What a weird pod. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the song? What's that song? That's Sting. Uh, Shape oh. of My Heart. It had its moments. This pod. Lucid Dreams. Yeah. Ah, oh, I like this better. Hell yeah. <laughs> Our, our bumper to bumper, the We're summer bumper session is in summer school sessions in session right now. Ow, 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 ow. Thanks, everybody. I'm employed, y'all. Let's get going.